Mr. Burns has been shot. That's right, we shot him. Ah, da 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 da. We shot Mr. Burns. Oh, homie. Hey, everybody. We are We Shot Mr. Burns. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Andrew Hilbert. You may remember me from such podcasts as Dear Man, and this is the stupidest fucking intro we've ever thought of, and we should not do it again. What about you? Uh, my name's Trey Hudson, and you may know me from the Skittles and Reese's Dip Pretzel podcast. Could you please move your hands away from your penis there, sir? <laughs> Skittles, by Skittles, I mean the edible kind. And... Uh, Miguel's cell phone is going to cause cancer. That is the other podcast I'm a part of. Wow. I'm Miguel. Um, you may remember me from such podcasts as Books and Beer. And uh, fuck this. We're not going to do it again. Yeah. You know what? I think you wrote that. That's why you took so long to come back here. <laughs> no, I Sir? just saved the podcast. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> Max? Yeah, I'm, I'm Max Booth. You... Definitely remember me from podcasts like Castle Rock Radio, but not podcasts like uh, Books and Beal because I've never been invited on. Oh, neither have I. Oh, oh. oh. well, Miguel has very high standards. Okay. Speaking of toxic masculinity, I'm really glad that Max is back with us. Oh, even after nice. all those comments he made that were very sexist the last yeah. time he was on. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I'll, I'll speak I my mind. Nina Men said that he wasn't even allowed. He wasn't even allowed back in the house. We just invited you here just to confront you about the last time you <laughs> yeah. Do it. What have you learned? <laughs> um, you know, just don't have a woman on the podcast. Oh. First of all, wow. my first question is, how dare you? I can say these things because this show isn't even on iTunes. So. <laughs> that is true. We got another patron. Was it that uh, the, the primarily Hispanic science fiction writer? John, not Del- John Del Rose. Have nope. you thought about getting him on the show? No, but that's an interesting thing. And maybe we will have him on the show. Seems like this is the type of content he would approve of. We should have him on the show with um, John Waters and see what, see what he thinks about oh, that. Oh, nice. You know, the second person is an option. It is doable. We can get John Waters on this show, right? Maybe we get maybe we get a couple more Patreon subscribers. <laughs> There's two more. Come on, help us get John Waters. Speaking on the show. of, go onto our Patreon and donate some money. If you pay three dollars, you're hearing this early. Yeah, go to uh, <laughs> fuck. I'm only at a two dollar Patreon.com/slash/PMMPublishing. <laughs> Don't you, you can go there too. You can go there too. This, okay. isn't, this isn't the segment of the show where you plug your shit. Okay, man. No, well, this That's is... Actually, we as are... As long as you don't oh, make okay, any more sexist remarks, you can plug it I in. I can't promise that. <laughs> Listen. All right? We're off the hinges too early. I, it just seems like there's a lot of life changes going on in this room. What's going on with uh, you, Max Booth? Any life changes? Hit pre yet? Not yet, but I'm hoping. I'm, t- I'm taking some pills. <laughs> I mean, you see this stuff in my face. It just is glued on. It's great, man. That's yeah. some good glue. I need, yeah. I need to talk to you. Well, you, Miguel, any major life changes in uh, in your world? You just buy a laptop, right? <laughs> you just buy a laptop Best Buy. Saving no, the podcast. I, I'm, I'm going back. Uh, you may remember me from such episodes. Podcast says, Books and Beer, and my alien bride is trying to divorce me. That one was for Trey, because he had a major life. No, uh, you had a major life change, too. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm unemployed and broke now. <laughs> so 
Wait, you said a change. You said a life change. Yeah, before he was employed and broke. Now he's unemployed and broke. Yeah, he came to my house with like a six pack of Budweiser, saying, "Yeah, I, I drink this cheap shit now because my wife won't let me splurge on Modelo Light." That's, that's all I drink, man. We, 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 we met here at two o'clock. You know, Miguel was early because he has nothing else to do. <laughs> Budweiser, the king of meh. King of meh. What about you, Trey? What's going on in your life? Nothing really, man. Same old stuff. Really? Yeah, really? <laughs> no. Yeah. Speaking of sexism, did your did your wife change her last name? No, she didn't. I did get married this week. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Last Saturday. None of you guys were invited. I was just yeah, gonna say it's, it's, yeah, it's, none of you guys. If we get remarried, room. if we renew our vows, you will not be invited then. What if you get married to somebody else? You like will still this, not be invited. When this doesn't last. Yeah. <laughs> right. When this falls apart. When this falls apart. When for she the time hears being, this episode, yeah, like she yeah, hears yeah, this episode. Yeah. I have lost all respect for you. Whenever whenever uh I forgot what I was gonna say, but uh everything is actually going really well. I'm married now, and we're under contract on a house in Southeast Austin, Texas. Nice. Nice. We get to stay in the city limits, and I'm only five miles from work. I'm feeling pretty good about What's it. What's that zip code? Because uh... we're in the four four. Ah, <laughs> thank you, Trey. I think you guys talk about it. <laughs> nobody, no, Miguel, Miguel, you believe it or not, we don't talk about you outside of the podcast. You guys don't. Nobody references where they live in Austin by the zip code. Four four. Yeah, we do. Four, four, Only man. people are desperate to say they live in Austin. How many zip codes are in Cibolo, Texas? I don't know one. <laughs> What's the area code out there? 210. 210. That's the same as San Antonio. Yep. There's some All right. grand conspiracy. Miguel lives in the 4-5, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he lives in the 4-5. That's a, that's a chintzy part of town. Yeah, that's why he doesn't want to say it. He's yeah. a little... That's where they have a Burger King, dude. Welcome to Zip Code there. Talk. Uh, uh, Simpsons, we're going to do a, a trivia here. In Moaning Lisa... Bleeding Gums says the blues are about making people feel worse and also making what? Love. Making money. Making people feel worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and. Making love. We just is this saw, multiple we choice, though? No, is this no, multiple choice? Open-ended. Open-ended? Making people feel worse and. I just edited this podcast. Yeah, it's you did. Money. Making love. If it's not money, I'll it was not, it was, There's no way it's me. money. How could it be it's money? It's not money. Um. I'm I'm I color me stumped, but we're gonna go with Max's answer, love. Because the theme of the day, you know, Trey's in love with his house. And, I, <laughs> and we're all gonna fuck each other. And we're all gonna, <laughs> and at the end of this, we've already decided we're going to have an orgy. We're gonna try to organize it on Facebook. We're gonna have organize it. On YouTube dot com slash organize it. C slash one three five six seven. And making what? Well, you know what? Miguel is closest. God damn it. A few bucks while you're at it. Yeah, money. That's, That's it? Yeah. It's money. They, but, they spell, but they spell your wrong. Let me see this. Wow. All right. The wow. most... Wow. No, no proofreader on the Simpsons trivia, huh? It was young Clancy Wiggum's asthma. Oh, wait. Those more than one question. <laughs> Cheater. Um, I knew it. So, The Call of the Simpsons. Trey, I feel like you should recap this episode because this this episode uh, aligns so closely with your life. Yeah, I feel like uh, it, it said a lot about my life. Okay, 
Call of the Simpsons, this, first of all, the chalkboard gag, let's start at the very beginning, was I will not draw naked ladies. In class. In class was the end of that. So you can do whatever you want outside of class. In class, class you can't draw naked ladies. If your Um, teacher is rummaging through your drawing files at your home, the problem is not you, the problem is your teacher. Exactly. Or your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Were you homeschooled? Nah. I was supposed to be, but I wasn't. Couldn't get in. (laughs) 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 Couldn't make the cut. Well, I was taken out of school when I was 12. Mm. And my mom was like, yeah, we'll we'll homeschool you. But then they did nothing. Then I went back to school when I was 16. Nice. Four-year gap. Yeah, just living in a hotel room with my mom and dad. Nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the life right there, dude. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Room service. It was awesome. Super eight. <laughs> Room service probably means. Let me get some more of that instant coffee. Okay. Uh, so it starts out with Homer and Bart sharing some very uh, good quality time together in the front yard, doing some some maintenance. Bart push is mower. pushing push the push mower. I don't know if anyone out there has used a push mower. That shit. It's not very easy. You got to sharpen the blades a lot. Anyway, this uh, is going along to the theme of the neighbors. And what what's uh, Ned Flanders' son's name? Rod. Rod. Well, we don't know if it's Rod or Ty. It's Rod. Are you sure it was Rod? I can recognize. (laughs) Yeah. Don't worry about keeping up with the Flanders. Yeah. So uh, Rod or Todd is riding a riding lawnmower with like a little umbrella covering him from the sun. And he makes some snide remark at Bart. And then here comes sexy Ned Flanders coming in uh, with a brand new recreational vehicle. So sexy Flanders alert for all of their paying attention. Yep, sexy Flanders. In this moment, he's sexy not because he has a rocking tight bod, which we'll find out later. Because of the mustache and glasses, right? It's because yeah. of mustache, glasses, and he, he did some proper financial planning like yeah. we talked about earlier. Score. He's got yeah. enough money. Even though he only makes twenty five dollars more, twenty seven, twenty seven dollars more yeah, a week right. than uh than Homer Simpson, uh, he's been able to afford a recreational vehicle. Sexy Ned, that was a sexy Ned segment. No, no, we're gonna come back to that. And uh, so then Homer uh, feels like he needs to keep up with the Flanders is, and he goes to an RV uh, dealership, and he wants to find the biggest, best. RV to buy. He wants to know if it has a deep fryer. It has four. If it has a satellite dish, it has a satellite. So I'm going to interrupt you a little bit. Interrupt. This salesman is so good because he only talks to Homer. Right? Yeah. He doesn't even answer. Bar says, does it have a satellite? And the salesman says to Homer, you can tell your boy that it does have a satellite. You know, like he never, ever no, it doesn't have a sat- anybody. It doesn't Homer. have a satellite dish. It has its own satellite. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, whenever Marge talks, she just he just gives her a side eye. Yeah. Like, I bet, like, when you saw that, Trey, you were like, I can relate to, I can relate to this guy. Yeah. No, it really affected me because he was totally ignoring the women and children, and I just... Yeah. If you notice his facial animation, whenever Marge talks, the salesman... His mouth went frown. Yeah. Whenever Homer talked, it was like... Yeah. A smile. You can't see this in yeah. podcasts. Even the way that he, the salesman talks. Lovecraft Ezine podcast. <laughs> we have a YouTube channel. You can see my facial expressions. Yeah. Unless I'm shots unless fired. My, unless my back is to the camera. 
You're not editing that out. <laughs> even, uh, even if he was, we have this they wouldn't nifty see the, band yeah. aid. The anti Jolkoff camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, Donald Trump's going to watch me play with my wee wee. It's a good uh, thing it's an Avengers band aid, though. Yeah. yeah. All right, so continue with the. Uh, so then it turns out he punches the salesman, punches in Homer's information. Of course, he wants to buy this behemoth. That's what it was called, actually, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ultimate behemoth. Yeah. So then uh, the siren goes off on top of this old desktop, and it's telling the salesman that he can't lend any money to Homer Simpson, at least not for that. So he tells them, let's go look at something else. And it's some beat-up, like, Class C RV that uh, obviously has seen better days. It's falling apart, and there's, like, one little branch that's hanging out of the front of the grill that's there for the entirety of any animation that involves RV. And uh, it's only going to cost Homer $350 a month. Which is crazy. That's and so this is what, 91? Yeah. When this came out? That was a lot 90. of money. That's a lot of uh, money per month That's now. Yeah. Yeah, even back I then. I can't afford night. Even when I was saying. Even when I was Yeah, that goes without saying. You can't even afford bananas right now. Right, I'm done. <laughs> if you hear the quiet sobs, that's, that's me. Okay. So then, <laughs> thanks for holding up the microphone to your mouth so we can hear the chuckles. I appreciate that. You didn't have to do that. So, um, <laughs> this fantastic salesman makes the deal, um, much to the the rest of the Simpsons' displeasure. And they arrive back at the house, and Flander, being himself, being the nice, sexy neighbor that he is, says, "Oh, that's great, Homer. It's it's a beauty, right?" Flanders is so sincere. He really is. Passive yeah. aggressive, I think. Because part of being a good Christian is not showing off your shit. Like he shows up to his house, parks it in front of Homer's house in the beginning, and is like, hey, wow, check out all this cool shit that I bought. You know, instead of being humble about it, right? So he's a passive How the aggressive. fuck do you hide an RV? You don't have to hide it. You just park but, it in but, your driveway or in front of your house. I gotta house. say this: being a Shrubbery. man, being a man that's recently married to a beautiful woman, Cora. If you hear this, listen to this, listen to this guy. And, this out. Under contract <laughs> on a house, I could relate, dude. You're happy about the property that you just acquired, and you can- <laughs> and a new house, and you can't help but share that excitement. You know, right. you show up, you're like. Dude, check it out. This crazy shit just happened. And Flanders may or may not have been passively aggressive, being like, look at my proper financial planning. Yeah. Or he might have been like, I'm pretty stoked about but it. He was, but he was happy for Homer. He like, was yeah. genuinely happy for yeah, Homer. Yeah, I'll give He was that. genuinely happy that Homer's RV was a piece of shit. <laughs> that is true, yeah. yeah. Right. And then what does Homer say? Homer's like, <laughs> jealous. jealous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you pick it up. So then... Of course, they're going to go take this uh, RV for a spin, and they go hit the road and go camping. They're going to rough it. Drives off on the highway, starts driving through the woods. He's speeding through the woods. Branches are hitting the RV. He asks everyone if right here is a good place to stop. Comes to a screeching halt right on the edge of the cliff. This scene was totally ripped off by Jurassic Park to the Lost World. Yeah. What? Oh, by Jurassic right. Park, ripped it off. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, probably not. But this is like, there's like, <laughs> like teetering. Teetering. I feel like yeah. I see that in a, this is the most cartoonish I've seen this is, Simpsons yeah. in a while. Yeah. yeah. And uh, in general, this episode too, there wasn't, it was like pretty quiet. 
So, was that just me? No, no. You, there so wasn't the, a lot of noise in the background. This, there wasn't a lot of... This was a John Swartzwelder episode. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I wrote down that I noticed was there was lots of music. Like, every time Homer was like... It would be like... Dee, 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 dee. It was like very cartoony. And it reminded me of uh, like Tex Avery cartoons. Where I'm like, the Looney Tunes, Droopy... Those kind of, that that era of cartoons were so zany, yeah. And things are so ac- uh, accentuated by the music. This seemed like it was taking a page out of like the Looney Tunes Bible, like it was purposely cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought there was a lot of music. So there was a lot of music, but at moments when other things were happening, it just seemed like a very. There was a lot of dead air in this episode. Yeah. I don't know how better to describe it. There was a lot of music. Maybe yeah. that is what is sticking out in my mind. But... Maybe there's like more uh, reaction shots yeah. or something. But yeah, I so, didn't notice the quietness. So they're uh, teetering on the edge, and then he tells everyone to be still, right? And he's going to count to three, and they're all going to jump out at the same time to be safe. He says one, the entire family's gone, and he's the last <laughs> one left. He makes it out safely, and then... His $350 a month RV plummets to the earth in a ball of flames. And so he's now still paying that off? He's probably still paying that off, God, unfortunately. A, yeah. Can you imagine Yeah. spending 350 bucks a month? Yeah. On a piece of shit? Yeah. 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 It's in the driveway. That's how much, how much I pay. Are you, are you paying $350 bucks yeah. a month for that? Yeah. Nice. Time to dump it on Cliff. <laughs> Collect the intro. Who wants to go camping? <laughs> Just get full coverage guys, the day before. No lady ever think that's suspicious. No. I, I ever like, in my life? I hate nature. I, I love camping, dude. I grew up. That was my pastime. I still go camping. The most recent time I went camping was during the honeymoon. I don't know if I mentioned that I got married this <laughs> weekend. Did you go to the woods? Well, no, nah, not really. It was like, this was the... Uh, not very like we weren't rough. Right, let's get out <laughs> the strings now. No, this is just starting to sound interesting. Uh, we went to Wimberley with uh, her entire family from Switzerland and shared a cabin with them. What's Wimberley for the On non-Texas the natives? It is a uh, a little town southwest of here, um, with a river running through it. So yeah, I, I a enjoy river camping. Run Isn't that a movie? Wait. A book or something? I think so. Yeah. yeah. You so, you went camping and you were, but camping like in a tent. Yeah, tent. most cabin, recent time I went tent camping was. I was glamping. Like six months ago. Yes. The yeah. last time I was involved with a tent was uh <laughs> was the last episode when a sexy knowledge came out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna bring that up again? I am. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. That is amazing. That's... It's funny you should mention Sexy March, because this leads us to our Sexy March segment. We haven't even finished this. Well, yeah, it's okay, though. We're in no, the end. Okay. I'm going to... No, this is the segue for me. All right. So, the RV crashes to the ground, and now they really have to rough it. They don't even have a tent. They didn't even bring a tent. They didn't even pitch a tent for this. So, uh, Bart and Homer decide to go find civilization and Marge and Lisa are left by the edge of the cliff to fend for themselves. He tells them to wait. He'll come back with help, right? Yeah, because he is a Meanwhile, uh, expert woodsman. Yeah, he's, a woodsman. <laughs> he's a woodsman. Yeah. 
And so is Max, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> Don't you know it. So, uh, <laughs> I could put your titty anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Give me a... Uh, hands-free. Right. So, uh, then what do they do? Lisa and Marge are, like, building this badass campsite, right? They got, like, a little shelf, and they build a shelter off the side of the tree. Marge is organizing squirrels. <laughs> yeah. <That's great. laughs> There's sexy Marge right there. I like when they cut away and she's just like mindlessly sweeping the grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why Trey liked her sexy Marge because she oh. was sweeping and she was yeah. barefoot. She was in a place. Barefoot, see. sweeping, hippie, hippie, sexy Marge. Um, I see that. Yeah. Mm. And I mean, she, she built a shelter with her own hands, her and her daughter. Yeah. That's sexy. <laughs> sexy, sexy. Oh, little Donald, little, little nine, do seven-year-old Donald. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any? Uh, anything to add? Did anyone disagree with Trey on his sexy marriage? Uh, sexy marriage assessment. Um, I mean, she's independent, and you know, she's strong, and she's able to get things done, and she doesn't like. You don't 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 think that you guys can wash away the sin <laughs> of two episodes ago by saying shit like this, right? You know, we just move on. <laughs> Plus that ass. <laughs> I was thinking, like, when in the beginning, when it's a little sleeping in bed. How do you think that hill situation is going? Because it's like pressed against the end of the bed. Here's an interesting thing about that hair. Yeah. It was Matt Groening's idea. To eventually reveal that she had a one bunny ear underneath her head, like her, like his Life in Hell cartoons, and it obviously never came to fruition. Mm-hmm. But he wanted in the back of his mind for at least the first couple seasons that that Marge had a had a bunny, a bunny ear for what purpose? So just to tie it to his Life in Hell series. That's it. Because they have like he has like a character that has one single bunny ear. There's a reason rabbit? why. They were going to release. The other thing is the Krusty. Krusty was originally decided to be Homer. Homer was Krusty the Clown, and the kids were paying attention to Krusty more than they, you know, they're trying to drive yeah. that little thing. It was a Mrs. Doubtfile. Yeah. <laughs> but that obviously didn't, didn't happen either. There's a lot of yeah. weird ideas. That but did not the bunny ear thing, there's a reason why that shit never happened. Because it's a dumbass idea. That's why that never happened. But it just didn't match the Simpsons universe as it went on. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what? what is the point? Why would you eventually reveal but that we... she had a bunny ear? Just to tie it to your other comic that nobody gives a fuck about? Well, why Why are you trying to do that? Those Life and Hell comics are pretty fun. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just trying to take a shot at Matt Groening just because I'm sure there are a lot of Simpsons. If anyone's <laughs> listening to this, they must he, he is, love he Matt Groening. He listens to the little known fact. He listens to everything about him. Good. Yeah. He's like, why don't people like Good. me anymore? He Googles himself just like our president. Have you guys seen that new show? Disenchanted? Dis- no. Is it good? No. I it's saw not. a couple minutes of the first episode, and I wasn't too impressed, but I'm going to go back for it. What are you doing here? <laughs> no. You know you can't resist. I'm not going to go through a crinkly bag while we'll refill <laughs> This isn't the taco salad. This is ASMR here. Um, they get lost in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Maggie's following close behind. There's a Maggie subplot, which is even the cartooniest of the cartoony aspects of this. Yeah. So uh, Maggie decides to follow behind, and Lisa obviously says, "Do you think this is okay?" And Marge, being the supportive wife that she always is, to a fault, she says. Maggie's in good hands. Your father is an expert woodsman. 
So immediately, experienced. Yeah, this was very unmarge like though. To not worry. Oh yeah, yeah. she to was not worry. All of a sudden, just like carefree Marge. Yeah. Being and, in the situation, and she knows Homer's an idiot. Yeah. And it comes out in many. This is a plot inconsistency here for sure. Maybe she was high. Maybe she's high. She Maybe might she have been high. Some of those mushrooms in the woods. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they just almost died. So maybe it's it's more of like a. Maybe, I don't give a fuck about that kid. Yeah. Accident, anyways. Maybe that's yeah. why the accident happened. Like they just took a bunch of LSD before driving. Yeah. Like, Let's go to the woods. It's a possibility. It's true. That's parents, the parents have a whole life. People don't even know about. That's true. We should take LSD and watch a Simpsons episode okay. and record a podcast. Let's do it. I know which one we can do with that with too. Which Any one? of them. The, oh, uh, the peyote one? one? Yeah. The the the, oh, yeah. the hot sauce one. Yeah. Let's do it. Alright, it's gonna see it's see you in fifteen years. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then Maggie's following behind Homer and Bart walking in the <coughs> woods. They hear her suck on her pacifier and think that it's a rattlesnake. And uh, they run as quickly as they can away, and Maggie's left behind. A bear encounters her and takes her in as, takes a, her binky. as a bear cub. She gives the bear a binky. Yep. And that's how they bond. Pacifier? A binky. Is that really? what you called it? A Four grown men sitting around tables call it a binky. Um, if you're old enough to call a pacifier a binky, you should not have it. <laughs> I, uh... Seems yes, please, so I, take, please take the binky out of your mouth, Andrew. So my, uh... My babysitter was my grandma who didn't speak English, and it was always a bika, right? We called it a bika because that's what you call it in Portuguese. Um, so, yeah, dude, you know you've just greatly <laughs> offended how I grew up. Portuguese, Portuguese are dirty pirates, is what they are. Yeah. Whoa. They use word bikas. <laughs> Let's continue on with this. You know the original uh, subplot. Was going to be that Homel was the one who was raised by an animal. He was supposed to be like picked up by a giant bald eagle, and he was going to be planted in like a big neck, a big nest. And he was going to just be raised by these bald eagles, but then they changed it to Maggie. Is this, is this <laughs> true? Yeah, right on Wikipedia. Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at you doing research that we didn't do. Yeah. Oh. Nice. We just it was Albert Brooks's idea. Yeah. Oh. He did the voice for of uh, the car salesman. Oh, yeah. Albert Brooks. He's great. Which, by the way, that voice was oh, fucking I'm, awesome. But he didn't want his name to be associated with a cartoon in the beginning, so he was like, call me A. Brooks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that uh, career really went skyward from there. Yep. yep. Um, all right, so they, uh, they... So they get lost in the woods. There's a series of events that... Lead to him Lead to him uh, being... Uh, Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And what happened is that they finally discovered food, and it's a beehive. Homer runs up. Sticks his hand through the beehive and pulls out a he, bunch of bees and some honey. He fits this beehive. He fits the beehive. <laughs> yeah. And then eats the, the honey. He's not pegging the beehive, yeah. though. And then, <laughs> let's, tie all, let's tie all of our episodes yeah, together right. here. And then uh, he starts talking he like this out. because he's been stuck in his mouth so many times. And then he's saying, He wants water. He jumps in this pile of mud. It's like a fucking quack. It's, what, yeah, what the fuck kind of place is this? 
It was like the a woods. deer was. I know, but how many <laughs> muddy streams have you ever seen like that? Anyway, we're in a know, cartoon I, universe. The one camps all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My experience with the woods is this episode of The Simpsons. Right. So then he jumps in, and it's it's he comes out covered in mud, and there's a wildlife photographer there or videographer there taking a video of some uh, deer drinking out of the muddy stream beforehand. Oh, shit, it was a puddle of mud. And then <laughs> re- reveals reveals Homer Simpson Lucky as Bigfoot. And there's news reports about this. So Lisa and Marge get discovered because all these people come to the woods to try and find Bigfoot and this, they get found. This all happens really quickly. Yeah. It does happen very yeah, quickly. Like, yeah, his his third acts are like tight. Yeah. I mean not tight, rushed. Yeah. Which is okay. But like later on when those tabloid headlines come out, it's like how many issues do they do in one? Day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, with the headlines, I married Bigfoot. Bigfoot's wife pleads, call him Homer and the Bigfoot diet. Pork chops aplenty. Yeah. And so uh, these are fast. This would this episode would work, would have worked better with like the internet because you just th- you know throw a headline up from CNN.com. Oh yeah. Yeah. FoxNews.com. Or uh, the president's Twitter feed, right? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. No, really, fuck that guy. Uh-huh. Wow. And I didn't know you guys felt that way. <laughs> yeah. I, Where's Max, John Max, come Dilla- back. Max, come back. <laughs> Where's John De La Rose when you need him? Um, so, the news report. It was not Kent Brockman. It was just, some, but it was obviously shit. the same guy's voice before Slightly it got tweaked. tweaked. Yeah, it tweaked. To be Kent Brockman. Yeah, it was his brother, Kenneth Brockman. Yeah, it was, it was his son yeah. before he fucking stabbed his son in the back. Yep, took the position. Um, I need to say something that's been bothering me ever since I saw this episode. I said it in a, in a previous podcast, and now I just need to take it back. He Bart obviously wears the red hat more. Yeah. Than yeah. I said. This is yeah. lucky red hat. This is lucky red hat. Right? Yeah. And, and there's then, a hole. He, and then the box factory. Yeah. He wears a red episode. Hat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm taking it back. There. I know it's the most controversial thing we've ever said in this podcast. Getting and I'm lots, sorry. Getting lots of tweets about it. Yeah. yeah. You lots fucking, of tweets. Lots fucking of podcasts. Idiot. Yeah. From the hat industry. It's, it's sad when the only big hats. The only listens you get are me refreshing the page. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you're going come on I fucking press refresh come on <laughs> God, I hate my computer Miguel go get your laptop and on your way listen to our podcast so there was two really good jokes uh, in this, or gags what do you want to call it one uh, Trey already talked about when they're in the um, I like to call them ha ha's ha ha is that what your Portuguese and grandma called them ha ha's so what were the good ha ha's um, so the one is when they're teetering on the on the edge of the cliff whatever and um, Homer's like on a count of three or whatever yeah. he says one and the whole family leaves yeah and the the second one is when um, what Homer says uh, run you fool yeah <laughs> When when they when they see the bears, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, whenever no, the it bear, was a snake. Well, it was whenever a snake. they thought Maggie, Maggie was a snake. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They thought it was. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was lecturing him yeah. about like how you if you don't mess with the wildlife, they won't mess with you, right? Yeah. And to be calm, and then they hear that noise, I, I think and then my, he says, "Run you." I fool. think my favorite uh, haha was <laughs> when he's like, I, "I will show you how to hunt, boy," and then he 
ties like a, a tree into a loop. Yeah. He makes this trap and this rabbit goes into it and slingshots it into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. The funny part is when you hear it come down, you just boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, related to that haha, there's another good haha. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do, Dad? Hang ourselves? Yeah, when you see the news. There's a so w- w- when when Homer's in the office trying to get credit or whatever, get his credit score or whatever, uh, there's a sign that says, bad credit, good. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's great. It also yeah. says something like bankruptcy. Uh... Schmankruptcy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't and have it, a cow man. This might be the first time of don't have a cow man. Uh, yeah. And Icarumba. Was that on this one or the second uh, one? This one. This one. It was this one, Icarumba? Yeah. Yes. He's, it's when on the uh, LV. Yeah. Yeah. Then the other thing, though, is Dr. Marvin Monroe doesn't even recognize Homer. Right. You know, it's like it's you a couple just, episodes before. Yeah. Um, Plus, what's he doing? He's a psychologist. Why yeah. is it, why? So let's get there. So everyone thinks that Homer is Bigfoot. Yeah. Marge is explaining that that's her husband. Uh, whenever Homer and Bart come from the woods and get discovered, they capture Homer with a net and... You know, flash forward to now we're looking at a TV screen and it's uh, Homer and Marge watching the news about is he Bigfoot or not? Yeah. Scientists uh, researching him. He's in a, like a glass cage and they're feeding him pork chops. And of course, he's partaking in the eating of the pork chops. Mm-hmm. He's not questioning yeah. why he's there or I don't want pork chops just let me go home he's just yeah. eating he's like Those engaging tough ass pork the... chops man he couldn't, yeah. get, he couldn't get a bite out of it yeah. it was yeah, like a dog right. toy what is yeah. this shit yeah and then uh, it's, there are three scientists in the end uh, debating whether or not he's a human or a um, a big a bigfoot and one thing we can agree on it's either a below average human or a brilliant brilliant, brilliant beast, beast. And March ends it with, you're my brilliant beast, Homer. Yeah. Which is, he does that voice really well. Which, sexy March. which is sweet. <laughs> it is. And also, my sexy March. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. uh, Stuff so, like that is kind of missing from the new episodes, huh? That, like, that sweetness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the sweetness also kind of goes away in the regular season, but I think that they're working with a, uh, with a truncated time, yeah. right? There's a lot less to get done. Uh, this is one of the... This one had a subplot, albeit it was simple. It was Maggie, no no dial or anything. It was still a subplot. They don't have as many subplots in the new episodes anymore. I mean, like the like the old episodes. I mean, they all kind of just take like a common like sitcom plot and yeah. they just make fun of it, and they yeah. just eventually ran out. I, yeah. I would say like every sitcom or family comedy movie has a vacation. Plot. Yeah. 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 I mean, the thing is, I mean, what became the joke was that the Simpsons were always going on vacation. Yeah. You know, later on, it's like, oh, Tokyo, oh, Australia, which Australia episode is still a great episode. It's just that it became a joke. Yeah. I mean, they working. Cause so, so no longer were they commenting on the norm of sitcoms. They became the norm of sitcoms. And that's like the curse of, of a show like this is that they can be satire, but at that level of popularity... You're no longer satire. You are, you are the norm. Yeah. Um. There was um. Yeah, I love this episode. I thought it was hilarious. It's one of my favorites. It's also cynical. There's not really a great ending because Homer still 
has to grapple with the fact that everyone can't tell if he's an ape or a human being. You know? Like, like the existential dread that exists yeah. in the Simpsons family is just always there. What does he say? Oh, the guys at work are going to have a field day with us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which he is, has a dread going to work. Which because, is Homer, really. Yeah. Homer is the existential dread of the family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so there's like a self-awareness, I think, that's also lost with Homer as as the seasons go by. He's obviously self-aware in this one. Yeah. But uh, he's self-aware enough to wallow in his stupidity, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious. It's sad, also. Yeah, it's sad. It's hilarious. That's why I like John Schwartzfelder. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was great. I mean, Of course, I, I mean, I love this episode. I, you know, I, I give it an A. Just a solid A. Yeah, I almost said plus. A. I'm saying. So what about you? Let's talk about let's talk about RVs though. You want to talk about RVs? Let's talk about RVs and let's talk about falling off cliffs or, okay. or rolling over. Okay. I feel like this story is this sitcom is tailor made. This I, episode. I think it goes even deeper than that. Okay. Like the push mower being in the yard, yeah. like all the little like class hits that they get from like the. The different, like, they're both middle class, obviously. Homer Simpson and Ned Flanders. But there's a different thing that goes on with the Flanders. It's like the dad's not buying Duff beer all the time. Whatever's happening, he's he's made some choices that he doesn't have a push mower. He's got the riding mower. Right? Yeah. And he's got the RV or whatever. It's like, seems like he's put together a little bit. Yeah. Right. So all of that shit I can relate to which was really cool to see that it's like oh they're they're commenting on the push mower versus this very early on whatever um and the RV I gotta say that looks a lot like my old RV and this was from the oh, 90s w- w- when you lived at uh w- when I was driving you home from work years ago no like the new one really yeah wait the new RV in Flanders was the one, that you, the new one that you were just driving around. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it looked very simple. Yeah. Hey Max, do you know what's going on? <laughs> no. Okay. So I used to live in an RV. Oh. I used to. Cor and I lived in an RV for like eight months, and uh, that's actually how we got. Did I tell you guys I bought? I'm under contract for a house. <laughs> oh yeah. That's how you guys. Is, is Corey your wife? So Cora, yeah, Cora, my wife. I didn't oh, you explain got that. Really? We just got married. Oh, hey, congratulations. congratulations. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, happiness. You know, so the uh, it's the only thing they're not making more of. We things. sold the we sold the RV uh, for part of the down payment for the house. Nice. So uh, oh, we're in the contract. We're in our contract oh, for a house. Yeah, oh, nice. it's not ours yet. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah but uh, that is um, we still live in an RV. Cool. Me and Jack, who's no longer with us, he's on the beaches in Mexico somewhere. Oh man, I thought that was gonna get sad. For <laughs> I don't know who Jack is. It was my cat. Uh, it is my cat. He's out there somewhere. All right, Jack, if you're listening to this, yeah, he's on the beaches in Mexico. As some other wild he entered. He entered the cat lodge. That's what I think happened. Yeah. So, so you lived in an RV for eight months. Yeah. Explain, like, how was it? Like, were you in the woods? Yeah. So we were initially out at Lake Travis. Okay. You just drive and find a spot and just park. No. So there's RV parks in okay. the city that you have to pay rent at. We paid like four hundred and fifty bucks for our a month. It seems a lot. Spot. It is a lot. A lot it is a RV. lot. But this is the thing, in the city, even like. You know that fucking RV park that's by Barton Springs? No. I do not know. There is one. Okay. 
And that costs twelve hundred fucking dollars a month to park your RV there. Can you believe that shit? No, no, I can't. That's that's the way the city is going. And the whole reason that we even wanted to buy a home—not that we wanted to, but what accelerated that process for us was that we moved the RV from Lake Travis into town off Seventh and Airport, and we were paying like five hundred and fifty bucks a month for our, for our space there. And then they sold the fucking RV park. So we were like, all right, we've been talking about buying a house. Now it's time to do it. But yeah, RV life was cool. You liked it? You sacrificed some things. Uh, we're sharing like 200 square feet of space all the time. So uh, I'm, I'm happy to. Did I tell you guys I'm, I'm under contract on a house? <laughs> you you got me again. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm happy to be having a little more room to spread out. Did you like meet your neighbors? Was there like a communal? Oh, thing? did I ever, man? Yeah. That's an entirely different podcast that you could hear, actually. Really? Yeah. On what? If I'm you what? go to Dear Man's First In Betweener, I talk about my experience living in the RV. Okay. And Lake Travis. Yeah. Give us a little hit, just a little taste. I had so, one quick a, line. Wait, wait, wait. I, I had a severely traditional Pentecostal neighbor. Hmm. Nice. That couple, uh, right? Married couple. Married couple. That uh. That dress the same. The dress the same, same haircut, the same everything. Haircut. And that, we're, uh, scared, we're scared of your little frog totem. Well, they yeah. So there's a whole story about that. Okay. Let's let's hear the frog totem story. <laughs> let's hear that. No, no, no. no. I'm going to make everyone go to the Deer we Man. We need to drive to traffic to Deer Man. Yeah. <laughs> where, where can people find Deer Man? DeerManBegins.com. Yep. Yep. So the RV was great. I'm glad that we don't live in it anymore. Yeah. We used to have one of those electric lawnmowers. You have to you have to plug it in yeah. when you use it. Mm-hmm. But the the cold we had wasn't long enough, so like the edge of the front lawn would never get mowed. I love it. <laughs> it, was, I love it. it was really tall, and we had this neighbor who would get pissed, and he would come mow it. Whoa. He would always like call the landlord and complain like mow the edge of the front yard <laughs> he would always complain and like just come up to us and like you're gonna cut that we would yeah. be like no we can't you do it we don't can I, can we borrow your extension cord <laughs> so one time what can, even is extension cord so one time the landlord <laughs> called us and yelled at us like hey this guy's giving me shit so like i i made this sign that said a uh, free blowjobs <laughs> and i drew this long arrow and i i staked it in the front yard that was unmowed pointing at his house <laughs> and my mom saw it she was like don't take that down I was like no I'm not doing that <laughs> uh, my niece who was like 10 she was like I'll get it grandma and she ran out she grabs the sign and then she's just running around the front yard <laughs> holding this oh, no. <laughs> and I'm dying of laughs how long ago was this I was like 16 so okay. last year two years ago <laughs> Getting old there. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this episode, Trey? I liked it. It's it's another one that made it was bizarre to me. There's something bizarre about it. These every time this writer is on an episode, I'm like John uh, Swartzfelder. Yeah, I'm just like I don't know, man. When it's we bizarre. Do those books? I'll give it a I'll give it Soon. a I'll give it a B plus. I mean, it, obviously, it was great, but uh. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about this episode. Okay. And so it's we'll always start. like a rating on Simps- for a Simpsons is always like 10 times better than a regular show. Like a B yeah. plus B plus is, is an like A plus a anywhere plus else. A plus plus anywhere else, yeah. yeah. So I, I read something about The Simpsons is that one thing about The Simpsons 
as it goes on is that they've been able to maintain a consistent level of mediocrity that most sitcoms can't even yeah. ever hope for. And that's why they're still in the air. Is like the mediocre is mediocre and it's shifting downwards, of course. But at the same time, it's like it's still a better mediocre than any other sitcom. It's just those diminishing levels of return. Right. Yeah, I got to say, I got to say too, minute. what is, what do you take from this episode? Because we're definitely at the stage where you're still like learn. They're trying to teach things or like have some commentary that's relatable to the people to take something from it and be like, huh, this was the moral message. To listen to your wife. Don't ignore your wife when she's going, Mm, <laughs> it's kind of a Christian episode because it's like, don't be jealous of what your neighbor yeah, has. Exactly. Yeah, and this is a Christian podcast, right? Yeah. Yes, it is. Cool. Thank yeah. you, God. Pentecostal, yeah. to be exact. Snake, the snake handlers abound. Yeah. Especially in this room, we're all handling each other's snakes. <laughs> well, what did you think of the podcast? I think this podcast sucks. But oh, the episode, no, the episode yeah. yeah, this podcast does suck, Second no doubt. Yeah. Uh, this episode was good. I mean, like you're saying, it's it's like a solid episode for for The Simpsons. Um, there was some really funny stuff in here that I liked. Um, this wouldn't be my example, my shining example, if somebody asks. What should I watch? I'm not going to point to this. Right away, anyway. Um, but, I, but I enjoyed it. It was good. No. The, this is something we're learning here. Andrew has very different tastes about what his shirt. favorite podcast episodes, I mean, his uh, Simpsons episodes are. His writer. This is definitely not my favorite podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Max, what did you think of this episode? I liked it, man. I would rate it a B plus, mostly because there's beads in plus. it. And the B pun. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I hate puns, they but make a I, li- I like that you liked it. My favorite episodes are the ones that like emphasize the like the blue cowl they yeah. told the show. Mm-hmm. And these old episodes really do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, if we're giving it a rating, I'm going to give it like four donuts. What, four like donuts. Are those fucking sissy donuts that Trey bought? Yeah, yeah those oh, donuts. Yeah. Dude, I brought some donuts. Hostess. Oh, Hostess donuts. Okay. Uh, chocolate covered. And yeah. then also Krispy Kreme, I did not know, also makes donuts. And I got the powdered sugar variety of those. I'm going to tell you some of that Krispy Kreme shit right there. <laughs> the donuts, they're basically just selling their name as yeah. a license so that some other company can charge more for it. Hostess or is probably did that or some yeah. cheaper version. It's a donut conspiracy. It's a donut conspiracy. Look it up. It's on Reddit. Uh, but <laughs> I I did like the frosted chocolate donuts. Charles, better. I was I was really sugar, disappointed yeah. at the at what you bought for us for donuts. Very disappointed. I don't know. I, I really was really, I've been really busy. I just got married this Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Close the house. house. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. you know I'm checking my phone. I'm getting too. I hope things continue to go well for you. You can't tell, but he doesn't mean that. He doesn't mean that. I I, I think what Max is saying, like, what, what emphasizes the blue collar, and especially in these early seasons, uh, it's it's all about that. What's funny is the blue collar and the middle class uh, looks quite different than the blue collar and the middle class of today, because you know they have a house, two cars, three kids, right? Yeah. Today it looks pretty fucking wealthy. Yeah, yeah it does. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you think Homel has like a Patreon in like the new episodes? <laughs> yeah, he has 13 patrons. 
hopefully 14 by the end of this. <laughs> One of them's oh. Ned. He keeps like, <laughs> yeah. fucking Ned. Ned feels bad for him. <laughs> he comments. Throws like, three bucks. <laughs> yeah. <Stop> retweets <laughs> everything. Stop liking all my damn videos. Fuck you, Ned. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this was the second episode in a row with a really solid voice performance. Mm-hmm. The fir- previous one was uh, Bleeding Gums Murphy, and this is yeah. with uh, The Salesman. Yeah, The Salesman was great. So the difference between us, I think we're starting to see, is that you you guys seem to like a lot of uh, moral, mm-hmm. I think, from what I'm gathering. You like the, the family story a little bit. I do. I where I like... I like the chaos, and I like the, the. I like it being more in service to jokes than to an ending that ties everything together. And the ending is still not the. It's it's, ha, it's a happier ending than yeah. falling off the cliff, right? But it's not exactly a happy ending. This yeah. did seem like a string of jokes, one after another. Like they were just going off on jokes that were landing, you know. Yeah. Whereas he didn't, and then towards the end he's like, "Okay, we got to wrap this up, guys." And see, that's the thing. I you liked that it had that like classic yeah. cartoon feel. Yeah. And for me, because it was so classic cartoon feel, it didn't feel like a Simpsons episode to me. Well, strap in, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, the next episode we talk about, which is the Telltale Head, is my favorite episode so far. Yeah, well, and this you, one has a very big moral yeah, compass. Well, you're going to have to uh, listen for that one, guys. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, $3 a month, Ned, uh, you can hear all these things early. Uh, Max Booth, is there anything uh, anything cool going on at Perpetual Motion Machine Publishing? Yeah, we just did a new book called Lost Films. It's an anthology with folks like uh, Brian Evanson and Gemma Fields and Jessica McHugh. Is Go there, get that. Isn't there also a uh, Simpsons-related story in there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, Simpsons story about the, the, the Simpsons finale, the Lost finale, oh. that uh, may end the universe if you watch it. Uh, don't you also have some little pizza anthology coming out or something like that? Not until 2019. <laughs> I still got to save up some money to bribe some people. But uh, that we'll put a link up for Lost Films. Yeah. And you should get that. And will you stop crinkling? <laughs> uh, but yeah, stay tuned, everybody, uh, for the next episode. Uh, the Telltale Head. Thanks for listening. You are listening to We Shot Mr. Burns. This episode was produced under duress aboard the Cockroach Conservatory.